Father Jonathan, 33rd Sunday. 33rd, here we are. We're coming up on the end. 33rd and then 34th and then that's it? We'll be in season three. Yeah, so we got three more Sundays of green chasubles. Three more or two more? Oh, so this one plus two more. Oh no, because Christ the King is white, I guess. Uh-huh. White. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So uh, what do you uh, what do you got for me today? Did you get a chance to preach? Believe it or not, <laughs> I did. <laughs> At a church or like in a mirror? <laughs> in a mirror. No, I I preached for our Straight Jesuit uh, video mass. Oh, good. This was your and you know what I realized for the month. This is my once yeah one one a month time. Uh I am way. Let me say that again. <laughs> way. Out of practice. <laughs> Way out of practice with what preaching? Preaching yeah. is hard. Yeah, it is. It really is. <laughs> and if you don't keep it up, then you lose yeah, your man. chops. What was hard? Tell me what what came out of uh, this experience for you. Oh, just I mean, like I remember being when I was doing this every week, you know, at the parish, and preaching every day. It's like okay, well, well, okay, not every day, but a lot of the times mm-hmm. per day or yeah. per week. Anyway. You get just kind of in this groove, and then the process is kind of fun and right. prayerful right. and great. I mean, there are there are bumps. Don't get me wrong. Like I wasn't. It wasn't always great. You hit you hit some walls and and you have some struggles and difficulties. Mm-hmm. Okay, but like the overall process is way more easier when you're like doing sure. it regularly. I mean, just yeah, like totally. literally anything. Uh, <laughs> You know, so it's, yeah, now that I'm not doing this every <laughs> was week. Was there anything and, in particular that you noticed was like, like oh, oh man, that was not good. Or like, uh, I used to be able to do this better. <laughs> was there like a particular moment? Not really. I mean, like I just, it just yeah. felt off. Like I was, I was in uncharted <laughs> waters. What did you, uh, what did you <laughs> preach on? Uh, I mostly about, you know, v- vigilance and the need to be vigilant, but with hope, pretty much exactly yeah. what we talked yeah, about, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, being vigilant and also trusting that I'm not the one that, um, that pr- like, I don't provide the light. I mm, cultivate the yeah, light. I yeah, care yeah, for yeah, the yeah. light. I, I preserve the light within me. And then the foolish, the foolish virgins were, were foolish because they went and tried to oh, just buy it. Like that's yeah. not how you get yeah, it. Yeah, totally. So. I like that. I like that. Um, I uh, I decided I was really nervous preparing this homily. Uh, this morning, nothing was coming when I was sitting down to pray to pray with it. Um, nothing was coming at me, and so I just kind of on my way to church. I I take the train, and it takes me about an hour to get to the church. Um, and on the way there, I just kept mulling it over, and then I was sitting outside of the church in a park, and it hit me that there. There, there were three people in the reading that I wanted to focus on, and so I built my homily around that. One was one, one was the virgins, one was the spouse. But then I didn't notice this when we talked last week. There's another figure there that's anonymous, and it's the one who wakes them up and calls them to recognize that the king, that the that the that the guy has come. Oh, and I, yeah, that's and so fun. I did a whole thing about the light and all that kind of stuff with the the bridegroom and the brides. Um, but then I had this whole thing too about like we're called to be that anonymous voice that calls people to wake up and to see that the bridegroom has come. And like he's anonymous because it's not about accolades. It's about just waking people yeah. up <laughs> and not getting any recognition for it. Anyway. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, but yeah, so anyway, what huh. about this upcoming Sunday? We got a couple of strange readings. I, I don't really know what to do with it off the top yeah. of my head, especially the first reading. It's kind of uh, misplaced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it quite fits yet. just yet. Maybe something will come up when we yeah, start our conversation. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's about finding a worthy... Is it about finding a worthy when wife? When one finds a worthy wife, I, I mean, know. like, what is... Well, but when one finds that, her value is far beyond mm. pearls. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so there's there's something to be said, I guess, about, like, uh, in what do you put your worth, maybe? Like, there's something there, like... Uh, there's a line of charm is deceptive, beauty is fleeting. Um, the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Yeah. So like, there's a reversal there of worldly value and the value that comes with being a disciple. You know, so like, fear of the Lord is to be praised, but charm and beauty are fleeting. I don't know. There's something there. Uh, I'm not sure. What else? What else could we say? I mean, I mean. Yeah, I don't. Really, I mean. <sighs> Oh, well, I got it. I got something. I got something. I got something. Okay, so okay, okay, go. So jump, jump to the psalm briefly. Uh huh. So blessed are those who fear the Lord. So we can connect the woman who fears the Lord is to be praised, and blessed are those who fear the Lord. So we have something going on here with the fear of the Lord, um, and then you can then draw. I'm going to skip over the second reading for a second. You can draw then a connection to the gospel with. Uh, how how the master reacts like the master reacts kind of violently towards this this uh this this servant who doesn't do anything with the talents and you know right should he have had more fear of well maybe like actually master i knew you were a demanding person harvesting where you did not plant he was afraid of his master but that's not the fear of the lord mm, yeah so is the first reading trying to get at Fear I mean, I think Lord? that's that's what's to be praised in her is that she's afraid of the Lord. But fear of the Lord is not the kind of fear right. that this guy has for the master, where he does nothing for fear of retribution. But fear of the Lord is something more, more praiseworthy in that we are blessed if we fear the Lord because, well, whatever blessing, whatever fear of the Lord means, you know. Yeah, yeah. So tell tell me more about this about this lazy servant. Um, I always kind of struggle with this reading. Tbh, why? Uh, I mean, okay, he didn't do anything, but he also didn't lose it. <laughs> I mean, he also did not do anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so one reading of this. I mean, I can see it, the laziness thing. Like, okay, you just kind of kept on, kept keeping on. So I, I don't see it as him being lazy. Um. He says, but the man who was... He says that. You wicked and lazy servant. Okay, but, but, but the man who received one went off and dug a hole in the ground and buried his master's money. That's not laziness. So laziness would be like, oh, yeah, where was that money you gave me? You know? <laughs> but he only gave him one. Like, oh, <laughs> so, one. So, oh, like, of course care. he calls him lazy. But I think I'm thinking, <laughs> like, he's not lazy in the sense of, like, oh, he just forgot I think his laziness is being condemned here because he didn't do anything with the money. Like that's what's, uh, it's right. not that he just was like absent minded and lazy, like you're lazy or me lazy. Like we're lazy because we just choose not to do stuff, you know? Um, so I think, yeah. I think what's on display here is the man does do something. He went and buried the thing that takes effort, but why would he think to bury yeah. it? Because I, I'm still on this line of, of fear. I wonder if there's, 
he's afraid of God or he's afraid of the master, but that's not what fear of the Lord is. Fear of the Lord is something else. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, there, there's an interesting, uh, there's an interesting thing that happens, I think, and you'll have to help me like make this a clear thought. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Uh, you know, that's right. Uh, we've, we fear a lot. I think what we don't yeah. know. And it's like, well, I don't know what's going to happen, so I'm just mm-hmm. going to bury this thing. It's better mm-hmm. to be safe yeah, than yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. But what if the fear was not so much that nothing will happen or that something bad will happen? But like, imagine if you, I'm going to change our metaphors here, our story, gospel stories. Imagine if you stepped out on the water and didn't sink. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh-huh. That's really scary to like be confirmed that all of these things that we've been talking about mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. true and there's no denying it. There's no getting like, what does that mean for you as a disciple, as a person to be faced with, with irrefutable proof <laughs> that this uh-huh. is true. So, uh, help me flesh it out some more. You're, you're kind of losing me here. So, so in Peter's case, like he steps out in the water, like there's an act of faith there, but it can still be filled with trepidation. Um, sure. So yeah. are you setting like flesh out for me a little bit more still? I'm still. Well, I'm just, I'm just, con- I'm just kind of throwing around this idea of what is this fear about, perhaps? You know, yeah, we kind of talked about the different types. You know, you and me are lazy, perhaps in a different way that this guy's lazy. Okay, um, he's fe- he's fearful of the Lord, but what is that fear yeah. about? Like, what is he actually afraid of? That's I think, what I'm I think he's afraid of the master punishing him. It's, it's, it's kind of like, like, but he's doing something that will, so, that will turn so, to punishment. So, and that, that's, he also doesn't know his master that well. So, okay. So I'm just going to blow it out of proportion here for a second and, and just let's break down the parable. Let's just do it with the parable and talk plainly. So when we talk about salvation, uh, is, is is so like this person well i kind of lost my train of thought i was going to say something like like this person is a fr- oh it's it's the kind of thing where it's like doing god's will for fear of hell rather than for yeah. a desire yeah. to 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 live in abundance like to live in abundance of yeah. of the freedom of the children of god so like these first two servants are living in complete freedom trusting that what they've been entrusted with will bear fruit because God has given it to them and they live kind of with reckless abandon and doing something with other someone else's material. Whereas the other guy is afraid of losing. Yeah. And so he'd rather just keep things safe. And so maybe there's something to hear about like our salvation is not just about a fear of loss, but a desire to live on the fringe even of reckless abandon of trying to do good with what has been given to us, you know, even if we end up losing it, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't know what kind of love does God have for us that he gives us good gifts and he says, use these. If you lose them, that's part of the game. But what I don't want you to do is to be afraid of them because you're afraid of, of damnation or something, you know, like, I don't know. That's kind of where I'm, I'm heading with that. I don't know if you. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I'm, I'm picking up a parallel between what I preached about today with those, um, the wise virgins who brought enough oil with them, uh, you know, and I and I drew the imagery back to Jesus' sacred heart. Like, he's got that fire. He is the light. Jesus is the light. Okay. 
Um, and his, and that image of the sacred heart is a wonderful example of his heart literally yeah. on fire yeah. providing light. And so do we align our hearts with that or is it, you know, well, there could be a number of things. Is it like a, a quick flare up uh, and it, you know, sucks up all the oxygen and goes out and is we're back to darkness, you know, or, or are we just not cultivating that at all and not feeding it and not, and not providing any sort of, uh, atmosphere in our, in our souls, right? Like, I don't want to be on this metaphor for too long, but like in our souls, do we provide, um, provide that food for the Lord to, to burn brightly? And I wonder if that's if that's uh, if that could be part of what we're what we're getting at here, about that fear of the Lord, about doing what the Lord yeah. wants, um, as 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 an active cultivation, not a not a um, creating. Like we're not creating that light in our hearts. They brought mm-hmm. it with mm-hmm. them. You know the the virgins from from last week. Um, they brought it with them and they yeah. used it well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so this this. Uh, this servant did not use it well. It was given to him. The light's mm-hmm. given to all of us. Yeah. So what's strange, well. though, is that, like, the master does not tell them to trade with it. All it says that it is that he entrusted it to yeah. them. And so, like, there's also yeah. something here where you can't really fault the guy because he didn't say he didn't, right? he didn't say to trade with it. <laughs> so maybe there's a lesson here of, like, look, uh, well, responsibility. I, I'm going to be controversial here, but, like, God gave, I'm going to just use you as an example. Okay. Um, so like Uh-oh. God has given you a gift of being a good artist, right? You're a really good painter. Um, now, what are the safe ways for you to say and justify that? Oh, I'm using it for God's glory. You know, I paint, I paint a little holy card here, whatever, whatever. But what if God is actually saying like, I gave you this wonderful gift. Like don't work within the parameters of what's expected of you as an artist break the barriers and do something with what I gave you that is unexpected because I'm putting no limits on what I've entrusted yeah. you with. I've given you a gift, do something amazing with it. And I'm not going to tell you what the limit is, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm reminded of the example you used to give when you were teaching whatever class that was about the athlete. Uh, and I know, I know we talked about this last week, but uh, you had a really interesting take, you know, the, the great athletes of any sport, they don't, they're not out there breaking the rules like that wouldn't make them great athletes, but they're doing things that nobody's yeah. thought of before. They're using the rules to, to, right. to innovate, right. to, to raise the bar totally. for everybody else. And I think that could be something, uh, something that you're getting at here as well. Like, yeah, I mean, I could, I could do just, you know, the bare minimum or, you know, say, Oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm following the rules. I'm, I'm not doing anything that I'm right. not supposed to be right. doing. But like, what's the actual call there? Well, it's to be great. Right, 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 right. <laughs> so like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. This is kind of a, a trite thing with uh, with this reading. You know, the play on the word talents. You know, so like, the word talent is a, is yeah. a yeah. monetary value, but we end up talking about it in terms of gifts and people have them. So it's an easy way for this gospel to slip into platitudes. Um, I yeah. I just think that there's something to be said that the I don't know. I'm still kind of percolating a lot of these things. So like there's the fear of the Lord dimension. And it's like, look, I like for like for me as an example, like I I might be a really good writer, you know, and as a good writer, which I'm not, but I'm cultivating that skill. But I may have that gift in there in me somewhere. I might just be satisfied with writing, you know, writing good homilies and then letting it be um, and not really challenging myself to push and trusting 
that God will be there to to make up the difference. You know, if I if I crash and burn, yeah, like maybe God doesn't want me to return to him the gift of writing when I get to him on Judgment Day. But for him to hear me say, God, you know what? I burned that ship to the ground like I tried my best. But man, that went down in a blaze of glory. And him being like, good. That's what I wanted. Yeah. I wanted you to die trying. <laughs> you know? Yeah, well, I mean, there's that better safe than sorry mentality again. Like we're so afraid yeah. of failure that we're not right. willing to try. Oh, yeah. And what is this? What is this guy afraid of? He's not afraid of God. He's afraid of failure. He's afraid of doing something yeah. with it that will not pan out well. Um, well, yeah. And, you know, I think there's something if we were if we were going to boil all of this down. I mean, we've been talking about a lot of weird <laughs> stuff. You know, I'm going to take a page out of your book and look Do to it. the Alleluia verse. Remain in me as I remain in you, says the Lord. Whoever remains in me bears much fruit. Like, where are we? Where are we Mm. remaining? (laughs) Uh, We know that Jesus remains in us. Okay, well, what does that actually mean? What does that call me to do? Who does that call me to be? Yeah, yeah. Actually, when you when you and I and I wonder if that's how we can make sense of this first reading. You know, whether or not these are things that women or, or wives or whatever need to be doing well this is finding out whatever that is you know let's call that x (laughs) uh we're finding out who we who we are and what that means um this call that we've been given to be wife to be husband to be um priest to be you know whatever it is what does that mean Mm -hmm. what does that call from you and are you willing to do it i will say uh the remaining me stands out to me a little bit because I often think about that in very like stagnant terms of like remain in me uh, means that like, oh, okay, we're just in the upper room, me and Jesus, you know? Uh, And it's like, no, no, no. Like remain (laughs) in me while I go out on a limb. Mm, Like, yeah, come with me. I'm out on a limb (laughs) and come with me to that limb. Yeah. Um, There's something really beautiful there. Um, There's maybe like a whole homily here about like reckless abandon and not being afraid to, like how many of us as evangelists are just terrified? Like I'm a terrified evangelist. Yeah. I, I I'm afraid that my oh, homilies yeah. are gonna get picked up by the trolls on Twitter, and then you know the rad trads or the the extreme left are gonna catch it, and they're gonna be you know blackballed or whatever it is. You know, like I'm afraid, so I I play it safe. I play it safe. My homilies can't be yep. criticized. Yep. You know, um, I th- and I think I think a lot of us do. You know, I I made the point in my in my last homily that I got to actually preach out in, in person, you know, imagine the faith, imagine the faith that of the person who treats, who treats it with such care and devotion and energy as we saw in the, this recent uh, American election, like record, record breaking <laughs> yeah, yeah, turnouts yeah, 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 yeah. on both sides. People showed up yeah. and voted. Everybody is passionate about something, whatever it is. I don't care. People are passionate yeah. and they're doing something. Imagine a yeah, faith that looks where like you're that. refreshing the the news like, every two seconds to see what the yeah. latest on the evangelization front yeah. is, as opposed to the election. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, that's good. That's good. I feel invited in these readings to think about just reckless abandon and not being afraid to go out on a limb and do something with what God has given me. Um, and yeah. in that, perhaps I don't know how that relates to fear of the Lord, but I mean, well, I think I like that a lot, and I think you know, my final thought would be that we have to do that, but it has to be rooted in something and it has to be rooted in an understanding, a knowledge and acceptance of who we are as 
beloved sons and daughters of yeah of god like who are you you know maybe here's my final yeah but and i think that's fear of the lord maybe maybe no no that's good that's good like (laughs) maybe instead of like if i'm out on a limb as an evangelist like if i'm afraid of falling that's not fear of the lord that's fear of dying or fear of whatever you know yeah um (laughs) fear of the lord would be uh afraid that i disappointed my master by not going out on that limb like like playing mm. it safe and staying on the trunk, like that's not having fear of the Lord. Like fear of the Lord is is trusting right. and being a little bit afraid to go out there, but knowing that God has called me to this, you know. Um, anyway, yeah. there's a lot there. We can we can keep going at it. We'll see what you come up with next week. Cool, buddy. Yeah. Even though I'm not going to preach. I will. <laughs> All right, man. Talk All right, pal. Time.